Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all our South Shore neighbors. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am alone in the studio. I do have Sharon McNamara via Zoom. Hey, Sharon. Hi. Hi. Um, It's a little faint, so we might have to call in, but um, I can still see you. Um, But uh, you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. We are sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate and McNamara Broker Team. I am, again, joined by nobody in in this little studio here right in the Pembroke Center. But uh, I am joined by Sharon McNamara via Zoom. And we are going to be continuing our conversation that we started. Well, actually, I started with Kristen Howlett, who is a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate on this Tuesday's show. Um, We're going to be talking about some, like, wacky... Uh, real estate things uh, that have been, we, we sort of are going to keep it hyper local today um, and I'm hearing some feedback Sharon just so you know um, we're going to keep it hyper local today so we're going to come up with some of these well we have a whole list of um, some fun and wacky weird real estate things um, and, and we're going to be talking about that right Sharon yeah I guess I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Tim, you can hear me, right? I have Tim. Yeah, I'm trying studio. to get Sharon all set up here. <laughs> okay, good. Um, well, we started this conversation, uh, Kristen and I, on Tuesday, uh, just talking sort of general, wacky, weird stories that are sort of well-known in our little industry, um, and we wanted to let everybody know, um, and that we were going to keep it like sort of national, um, but it ended up being worldwide, but um, Sharon can came up with the idea of maybe keeping it hyper-local. So, you know, Plymouth County, Massachusetts, um, maybe even New England. I don't know. I... Hi, I can hear you. Hello there. Hi. <laughs> okay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Um, I do have to get a set up on Facebook, but um, just, yeah. c- you know, keeping it hyper local today. And we're talking about some wacky, fun, weird uh, st- so stories that are, you know, that have happened in real estate around here. Right. 
Yeah, and I know that you had such a great show on Tuesday night with um, Kristen Howlett, another full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and you had a couple callers. So um, I thought, hey, why don't we continue that theme of all things fun in real estate rather than us always being so business-like and serious. As you, if anybody is watching us on Facebook or uh, you are connecting with us, I am live in beautiful Edgartown for my yearly trip to um to Edgartown for 4th of July. So this is where I am. Tim, I wish that you could, like, we could all have, like, a off-site here, you know? That's what we should plan on next year. Okay. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'm there. Yeah. I'm in. Well, let's do I'm it. In. Yeah, I'll talk, to, I'll talk to the boss about that next week. So, okay, um, very good. Yeah, so we're going to, I figured it would be good if we just kept it sort of hyper-local about some fun and wacky things and maybe things that people didn't know. Um, you know, that happened in real estate. So that is going to be our topic today. I know Melissa, you and Kristen got a couple of phone calls the other night too. Yeah. So that was fun. Do you want to discuss with me what was the most interesting tidbit that came out of your, your session last week on Tuesday? Um, I would say, well, yeah, we did. We had three callers on Tuesday and I would say that, uh, the most enthusiasm that we got, well, we asked a couple questions and we were giving away some gift cards, but the most enthusiasm we got was when it came to like haunted houses and ghosts. Uh, for mm. some reason, they're just so intriguing to people. And, um, we did have a caller. She's called in before. Um, she's one of our listeners. So hi Dee, if you're listening, um, she called in and gave her experience like, uh, you know, with real estate and a ghost and just, it was fun. So we, I would say that we had the most sort of feedback on that little section of our show. Mm -hmm. I have, you want me to share one of my ghost stories? Yeah, that sure. I that I witnessed myself. Yeah. I'll talk about that a little bit while we're, you're getting all us all set up and, um, looking for her agenda to be quite honest. Um, so I remember one time I had this uh, listing and it was, it was actually in Duxbury and the house was part um, antique and part, um, you know, renovated, right? So new and old. And this was well before like we had, we went through the process of having professional photographers and uh, doing, you know, the way that we have listings now. So I thought like I was like ahead of the curve and I had like the digital, little digital Canon camera. And I was like, huh, I am definitely the, you know what, because I have one of these. So I'm going to go around the house and I'm taking all my pictures, getting ready for my listing. And I got into this one room and for those of you who know me, I don't want to sound a little freaky or anything. I am an extreme empath. And I know that that's sort of like a big thing right now that people are talking about it. And I don't think that it's a new thing. I just think it's a thing that people are more comfortable talking about now. So I sort of pick up on different energies when I'm in different environments and different houses. Actually, something recently happened to me, but I won't discuss that one on the air. And um, so as I was in this house and I'm taking pictures, I'm in this one bedroom and I took a picture and like you, you back then like those little cameras Melissa you're probably much too young and Tim much too young to even remember these little digital cameras but like you would get a button and it would be green if it was like in good focus and everything well I went into this one bedroom and it just was red it just kept on like I just kept on getting a red dot and I could not for the life of me get a picture I was like all right well maybe it's the lighting Maybe it's my angle. So I tried every different angle. I must have tried over 10 times to take a picture in this bedroom. And for 
couldn't get a picture. So later on, I was, you know, talking to the homeowner, and she was really, really cool person, and, like, I felt like I could, like, open up to her and say, okay, here's, like, something weird that happened to me. And so I told her, and she's like, that is so strange. She's like, we often think that there is a ghost in that bedroom. And I said, well, I just confirmed it for you because your ghost does not like electronics. So, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, yep. Yeah. So that's my ghost story. Well, there's plenty of uh, scary movies that are all about that and how you like can either, so either the movie is you can capture them on camera or you can't capture them on camera. So we don't know. The The jury's still out on that one. But um, in your case, it's very much they didn't like to be, <laughs> they didn't they didn't want to be photographed at all. Um, they did not want to be in there with them. They did not want any photos for sure. Yeah. Well, when... Um, when I had a conversation with Julia, who uh, helps us with the radio show and does our agenda for us now, um, she was saying, oh, yeah, you know, Sharon mentioned maybe continuing the conversation. And then later, later on in the day, she comes to me and says, yeah, so I've been doing some research and, you know, I'm trying to find some, you know, fun, weird, wacky, like real estate, um, like stories and stuff in the South Shore. And a lot of them have to do with like haunted houses. And I was like, well, yeah, I would think like, you know, think of how old Mm -hmm. parts of you know the south shore are and and how you know you never know what's Mm -hmm. happened in a house (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely and i remember too like i'm sort of like going back on some of your conversations that you had with um with with kristen the other night and one of them was um that you know you know when people ask us like we can't disclose so we can't we can't we can't stigmatize a house, right? So if we get a listing and first of all, can any of us really see a ghost? So I have a hard time, like as a real estate agent, we have to disclose anything that we know about the house, right? But those are like facts that I can say, okay, well, according to the roofer, the roof is leaking. According to the foundation engineer, the the foundation is cracked. According to Ghostbusters, there's a ghost. Yeah, like, well, there like- are people in this world that believe that they do exist and they have seen them. So, what if they sold a house? Are they going to be telling people that? That saying that they have to disclose it? I don't know. Well, and that's the thing, though. We can't stigmatize the house. So the truth is, is I guess that would be one of those questions where the way we would answer it would be. Um, we were told that, they, like, only if you ask. Like, that's the question, too. Like, there are a lot of people who will not live in a home where somebody has died in. This is where I was getting to with you and you just bringing up the fact of your conversation with Julia, who's, you know, our admin coordinator at the office. You know, has anyone ever died in this house? Well, it was built in 1720. Like, probably. Guess, <laughs> I'm guessing, yeah, because, like, they didn't have hospitals where people normally died, right? So, yeah. chances are yes. Um, Actually, I have another ghost story. You want me to share? I didn't want this to be like the Sharon and ghost stories, but I do have another one if you want to hear it, unless you sure. have something you want to talk about. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you, you have something? So I had this other house in Kingston. It's actually one of my favorite listings that I ever had. 
um, it was up on a hill and um, it was on Landing Road and it was up on a hill, beautiful, beautiful home. I actually had a piece done on it from a local reporter when we used to have newspapers back in the day and about like the history of the home and different features in the home. I love, love, love antique homes, even though that might be something in the town of Pembroke that people think I don't because of the Turner House situation, but that's another story. Um, I love antique homes and I'm just fascinated by them. And um, you know what I love to try to do is like picture myself there, you know what I mean? Like during their era and during their time, like how nice it must have been to just sit in this window seat with a book rather than sitting in the living room with the TV, you know? So anyways, I was in this house and I was going around. Again, really, really cool, chill people. Those people tend to find me anyway. So if you're really cool and really chill, I'm your agent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was going through the house and, you know, getting all the facts about it. Some beautiful, beautiful features of it. This home was actually built by a, the land was owned by a ship, a famous shipbuilder in Kingston. And um, I'm going to tell a story about that in a second, too, because it's a fun fact for the South Shore. And um, the he had given his land to one of his slaves. And it was his slave that actually built this home, okay, according to the research that was given to me. Um, really, really, really interesting story. So as I was going through this house, it was weird because, like, I felt like I kept on. And, again, I don't see stuff, so don't think I'm cray-cray out there. But I felt like I just felt like seeing, like, this, like, shadow. And I was like, all right, I'm just imagining this. I watch way too much Dateline. Like, what is going on here? And I felt like, and this is going to sound weird. Like, I felt like I felt the presence of a woman, but more so a cat. Right? You know how mm-hmm. I feel about cats right now? Right? Yeah, so, like, I do. If I, Don't if say I that say, because I, of my Zoe. I know. I love your Zoe. Your Zoe is literally the only one. Like, she should be on, like, Karina, <laughs> like, modeling. I know. If, and, you, uh, if anybody uh, is an agent, a talent agent for cats, I, I have one that is available. <laughs> yes. Um, so this, I just felt like I was seeing this, like, again, like a premonition, but not, not something. Like, I was feeling like a woman, like, in a long dress, and... Um, and a cat. And it was just weird. Like, I couldn't get past the cat thing. you think the woman thing would have scared me more, but it was like this cat. I was like, I just, I don't know if I was feeling its presence. I was feeling something. And I finally said to the homeowner, I go, I know you're going to think I'm crazy. I'm sorry. But like, and this is why sometimes I start with, I know you're going to think I'm crazy. So then they know I think I might be too. Um, is Then it sort of, it helps them feel okay if they're feeling and seeing things too because I think everybody can it's just if you are open to it right and I told them I was like don't think I'm crazy but I feel like I just feel like I see this shadow of like a woman in like a long dress but more importantly a cat and they looked at each other as if I was a ghostbuster and they were like yes you just confirmed their suspicions I confirmed it yeah so like the whole time they're probably are we feeding off of each other? Like, what the heck is this? Like, what, yeah. about the, what is this cat thing? So, yeah, so that was a fun one. Well, it's funny because, so when you were were talking about antiques, the first thing that popped into my head was we had a listing, or you had a listing in Pembroke a couple of years ago that was an antique, and you loved it. You loved everything about it. Mm-hmm. It's charming. You could feel people dancing in the parlor. Like, it just, it was a beautiful mm-hmm. home. 
Um, And I probably did, this was before COVID, um, so before like the huge rush. And so we were on the market for a little while and I probably did five or six open houses over there. And I just was so uncomfortable the whole time. Like Mm -hmm. I... I sat outside. I didn't sit inside the house. Like I was just, I could feel like I could feel the energy, but maybe it was just overwhelming for me. But for you, you welcomed it and you're like, oh, I'll dance with you. But I just, yeah. I just remember every time like walking in the house and being like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And Mary felt the same way. Mary felt the same way in that house. And I think that it's something, and I really, I think your key right there is that, and again, I don't know. So if you are, you know, a medium and you are listening this morning, we would love to hear from you because we can do anything we want with our show because it's our show, right? (laughs) 781-837-4900. We are live. I am Sharon McNamara along with Melissa Wallace, uh, both of Boston Connect Real Estate. And we're talking about homes and quirky little things on the line of hauntings um, (laughs) and ghosts. But if you are a medium of some sort and you'd like to chat with us about this, or is it weird for us to feel these things, let us know. 781-837-4900. Or if you have a fun ghost story for us yeah. or something fun like that. But in that house, it was interesting because I feel with you're right. I think both it was the, the energy in that house was extremely, extremely strong. It was yeah. very strong. So for you where you've probably you didn't you, your body you probably just like i don't know what to do with this energy because it's real i've never felt it like this before where that's probably how i feel on a normal day wherever i'm going like my yeah. empathness lately has been way too much by the way but um i think that um that's probably what you were feeling now for me to get onto that story again i was doing my cma going through the house they're telling me different things about the house we got into this one room. It was a front-to-back living room, beautiful built-ins, antique home, beautiful mantle. It was just, it was yeah, just gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, it was a beautiful home. Yeah, with the floors and everything. But when I got in there, there was a piano. There was a piano there, I remember. And I was with the husband and wife, and I know them from town because our kids are the same age and everything. And when I was in there, if you can see me on Facebook, this is what I, I felt like I was just like, I felt Dancing, like I just wanted yeah. to like, dance like like in a grand ballroom or something it was just like this magical fun feeling i had inside of me and i only had it in that room and and honestly like when i'm in a home i'm not really looking at anybody's paintings on the wall unless they're vulgar i'll tell you to take those down i'm not looking at any (laughs) of that i'm looking at the floors i'm looking at the features of your home right so i'm not looking around at all so I get to this point where a bubble is up inside of me where I, I can't hold it in anymore. And sometimes I feel like it's just a message for the person that I'm listing the house for. And I just said, I, I need to ask. I was like, there's just something about this room that I love. I was like, I just feel like dancing. I am. I said, in, I said to them, I feel gleeful. Yeah. How many times have I ever used that word, right? I, I don't I, even watch I think glee, this is the right? only time I've ever <laughs> heard you say it. Yeah, but I did. I felt gleeful in this room, and they both looked at each other again, and they looked down at the piano, and on top of the piano, I did not know this, was her mother's ashes. And she was very, very close to her mother. Her mother had lived with her and everything until she had passed. I don't think that the mother had passed in the house. I think she passed in the hospital because it was sort of recent within the past couple years that she passed. And she said, my mother was a dancer, like almost not like, a, I don't know, like she wasn't on stage or anything, but she was a dancer. 
mm-hmm. and a little bit more than just like your standard. I'm going out on Saturday night to go dancing, and she played the piano and everything. And that's so that's what I was picking up on. Then I looked up on the wall and I did see this beautiful painting, and it was of somebody dancing. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah, I just felt like super heavy when I was in the in the house. So, I, and luckily it was fairly nice out. So I would just sit on the front steps, and you know, every time someone would come in, I'd go in and give them a tour and everything, and it was fine. It's just like I just felt a different energy, or like maybe it was just overwhelming for me. But like I said, you sort of welcomed it, and I was like, ah, ah chaos. I think he, I, yeah, I think you were afraid of it. I think you didn't know what you were feeling, and if you had probably let loose you may have felt like you can't be afraid of it because if you what you were feeling that heaviness was your fright it wasn't what that energy was giving off Mm -hmm. yeah that Mm -hmm. was another good one i guess there's been a a bunch of them huh yeah yeah i mean i i yeah i feel like we could do like a whole entire show on haunted houses that we've experienced (laughs) because you know what people pass away in homes it just happens (laughs) and whether you Mm -hmm. believe it or not that they're you know hanging around there are people that do so that's why we have these stories but anyways i don't know should we move on to another segment yeah what's going on with the agenda there um so so we're talking about like quirky, fun little facts about houses in the South Shore. So did you know that there are underground houses in Plymouth County? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, there are a few. <laughs> um, so some of them are partially built or they could be entirely underground. And um, it says providing natural insulation and energy efficiency. Do you feel like that is like sort of the way of the future is living underground? I feel like there are well, some people that might believe that. <laughs> well, this is weird because the house that we were just talking to, they moved to New Mexico in one of those homes. Yeah. Yeah. Because they want to yeah. live off the land and stuff, right? Yeah. You know, grow everything yeah. and, and stuff like that. So yeah. that is a way of living. You know, people are living that way. But um, there are houses in Plymouth County that are either partially or completely underground. Um, there's one located in Plimpton. Um, there, It's a Terra Dome, which I, I don't, I'm assuming that it's like, almost looks like a like a hobbit home maybe uh-huh. <laughs> you know what a hobbit home looks like uh terra uh, dome yeah. yeah it's consisting well, of concrete like dome what i think oh, of winnie I the pooh when i think of a hobbit house i don't know why i don't really remember what winnie the pooh's home looks like i don't know but it's uh it's made of concrete and uh reinforced steel and it's built into the hillside almost like a cave sure. there's one in plimpton I kind of want to know where it is. I want to see it. I want to see, I, I'm, I'm going to have to ask Julia because I want to be like, how did you get that information? And I want to know what the address is <laughs> so I can you do a drive by. We, we, we should actually try to like get in touch with all of these homeowners of these homes and see if we can set up a tour. Yeah. I think that would be fun, don't you? Yeah. I, um, I'm just looking at her notes. So it says, this home was built by June and Richard Shire. Oh, like the Shire. Oh, you don't know. You you are playing here. Okay, anybody who knows what the Shire is, you made the connection here. <laughs> um, it was built by June and Richard Shire, who looked at many different models and of homes before settling on building this one. So the one like more like a cave. Um, the models were configured to form a custom earth sheltered dwelling. Said Richard Shire. Um, 
So it's a highly energy efficient home more than 27 years ago, long before going green became fashionable. So 27 years ago, how many years is that? So it's 2023. That's, that's not far. I mean, I've been in my house 1996? years. 1996? Yeah. So 1996, uh, that's they decided, yeah, they decided to build uh, a house. <laughs> the Shires decided to bring build yeah. a house that was uh, energy efficient. So there was like more, I wonder when um, like energy efficient became like the, the thing to do well you know? it's certainly a thing now yeah yeah i don't know oh uh, okay one more okay so quirky architecture <laughs> you're like not even paying attention to me <laughs> plymouth county has its fair share of unique architectural designs okay so from whimsical cottages shaped like mushrooms what where are those houses to houses that <laughs> resemble castles or boats you might stumble upon some truly unusual structures while exploring the area i feel like a lot of these homes like the cottages and stuff are like going to be around where you are because when we go on on the boat with you guys and whether we're in oak bluffs or in Egerton and we you know walk the streets like the homes there are just so unique that you know mm-hmm. that you know where you are when you're walking yeah. those streets um and i saw uh the pink house that is it in Eggertown or is it in Oak Bluffs? That that pink house, um, oh, it's like notorious. Yeah, yeah, it's like this OB, notorious. Yeah, yeah it just it like went on the market and and like you immediately look at it and go, oh my gosh, I've seen that house because it's like this crazy pink house that like you no matter you know where you're going there you're gonna walk by the house so it's like so notorious everybody loves it it's like the barbie house and it it, i don't know if it's still for sale or if it's sold or anything but um but it was fun because like we got to look at the pictures on the inside and i was like oh we've walked by it for so many years and now we get to peek in (laughs) now we get to see it now we get to see it we need to do tours um, did you know that there is a house in Plymouth County that's made entirely out of recycled materials? No. That's yes. interesting. It's known as the greenhouse. You don't, to, you don't know these things anymore because there's no newspapers. I think that's a problem. I know that I'm, like, dating myself and I'm sounding a little I would read a newspaper. I would read a newspaper. I think um, we need the newspapers back. Yeah. It's in Plymouth. It's known as the greenhouse. Duh. Um, There's also a house in Plymouth County that is built on stilts, and it's in Manomet, and it's called the Stilt House. That's very original. But I feel like there's a lot of houses that are built on stilts, right? Right in the water. Yeah, they have to now because of all the flooding. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Lawson Water Tower in Situate is styled as a European castle turret. Did you know that? Yeah. You're shaking your head like you knew it. I've heard of the house before. That's yeah. why. Oh, no. It's a water tower. Oh, the castle? Oh. The tower. The tower is listed as both an American water landmark and a national register of historical places. Oh, the hmm. water tower. Anyways. Should we so do a break? You don't know in your own backyard. We can do a break, but I hope that we have some callers. So if you are interested in our topic today, let us know. If you're not, that's okay, too. Just let us know what you'd like to talk about. 781-837-4900 when we come back. Uh, We'd love to hear your stories. We'll be right back.
Let's face it, we all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Are you having difficulty with navigating multiple levels in your home? Are you finding that yard work is taking up all of your free time? Do the home maintenance projects seem never-ending? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Let's face it. We all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Are you finding yourself in an unexpected circumstance? Are you worried about a loved one living alone? Does multi-generational living make the most sense for you? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. I am the key master. I am the gatekeeper. <laughs> oh, Tim, you have jokes. <laughs> that's a good one. Well, that's that's from a that's from a famous movie. Did did you recognize yeah. that? Is it from Is it from The Shining? No, that was Rick Moranis and Sigourney Weaver from Ghostbusters One when she was Zool. Oh. Yeah, when she got taken over by the, the spirit and everything. Oh, she's wow. being taken over by the spirit. That's yeah. what happens, Sharon, <laughs> when right. you relax with ghosts all around you and you let them enter you. Okay? I know. Well, I can't. i got to get them out. Hey, Tim, what are you thinking about this topic? What, do, you, uh, do you believe in all this, or what are your thoughts? You intrigued? I think we lost him. I'm, I'm sorry, ladies. What was the question? <laughs> I was like, how do you feel about this topic? I mean, do you think, do you believe or do, are you a not believer? I, well, I gotta say, I, I kind of believe because I actually, um, I attended a, a few years ago in P-Town. There's a show on TV called Kindred Spirits. Ah, um, yes. And, uh-huh. uh, what's his name? Adam? But he hosted, like, an event and we, we experienced some hauntings, um, and stuff. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty cool. We had a nice dinner beforehand, but... Yeah, I'm. I'm very interested, and, and I do believe because I had an incident happen a long time ago when I was a kid. And everyone out there, if you don't wear a bike helmet on a bike or a scooter, start doing it because yeah. I was lucky enough. I I did this crazy. There's this little jump thing off the sidewalk in front of my grandmother's house in Harwich, and I was on a little two wheel scooter, and I decided, oh, I'm going to try and jump it. Well, I didn't land it so well, and I don't know how, but somehow. I walked back to the house with the scooter in my hand, but I did not fully become conscious again until I was sitting in the kitchen and getting my face cleaned up. Oh, wow. So, and in, in I knew that my grandfather was buried not too far away um, in the, the cemetery uh, up 
up up the hill, but yeah, it's like okay, something. So he something's he going. He brought you there. He brought you home. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking because I don't know how yeah. else I would have got there. Yeah. 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 Oh, I believe in that. Yeah, I do. Should we should we go back to ghostly encounters because apparently we have a whole list of houses that are <laughs> wanted. Yeah, I know. I want to hear from some of our listeners though. I mean, come on, they have to have some good stories. Yeah. Um, and why don't you do your gift card thing again? Yeah, so if you have like a ghostly encounter whether it is in your home or in an inn because we have a lot of that going on, um give us a call 781-837-4900. We have a gift card to Dunkin Donuts. We had three callers on Tuesday. Hello? Yeah, I know. Is anyone out I was there? listening. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I'm just looking through our list. So obviously, because of the rich history that Plymouth County has, or really all of Massachusetts has, because the pilgrim, pilgrims came over and, you know, it sets back to then, um, there's so many, like, sort of ghostly encounters that people have at inns. So we have a list right here. So uh, have you ever been to the Lizzie Borden bed and breakfast in Fall River? I did not know that that's where that was, but I, I have not. But I would be interested in that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It says Plymouth County is home to a, a reputably haunted inn called the Lizzie Borden Bed and Breakfast. The inn was once the site of the gruesome double murder in the late 19th century and has since become a popular destination for paranormal enthusiasts. It's not your typical residential property, but it certainly adds a unique flair to the local real estate landscape. Um, it is known for doors opening, closing on their own, coupled with a mysterious floral scent that some say are the signs of the Borden spirits. Oh. The inn is ranked number two on the list of 10 best haunted hotels worldwide. Isn't and that wild? Fall River, and we haven't been there. Well, we need I know. to do that. Yeah, the article that uh, we got that from, it, it uh, saw 75 hotels when making the list and ranked this one 9.73 out of 10 on a spooky scale. <laughs> I wonder what that looks oh like, a spooky sale. Oh. Uh. Oh, we have a caller. Yes, we do with a, a ghost story. We've got Rick in Marshfield. Hello, Rick in Marshfield. How you doing? Hello. Doing well. How are you? All right. Yeah, I was in, um, my father was a caretaker at the Jacobs Farmhouse back in like 84, 85. And I was staying upstairs and the other side's a museum pod. And I went to pull the shade down and I saw a figure of a little girl long hair just standing there i'm getting the goosebumps now as i'm telling you this and evidently I, I my father and stepmother came home and every light in the house was on because i was horrified yeah and <laughs> evidently they had a they had a poltergeist come in somebody and my my father my stepmother my uncle and and there was a uh, there was a spirit in the house, and evidently there was a little girl that had drowned in Jacob's Pond. Oh, my god! So they gosh. go to the oldest dwelling, evidently, and, yeah, it was, I never forgot it. And, you know, it, so there, is it right, a yeah. property that they still own? Yeah, there's people there. I would imagine there's caretakers there still, and, um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty, pretty uh, spooky, let's just say. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It does. It really gets. Now, do you feel like do you ever get like, like in other places? Do you ever pick up on different energies and stuff too? Like, do you feel like everybody probably would have seen that, or do you feel as if maybe you're just sort of open know. to it? I, I was young, so I mean, I was sixteen. I'm almost sixty now, so 
That was a long and time ago. And she never forgot it, right? Yeah, you never no, forgot no, it. No, no, no. And they had a poltergeist come in and said, yes, there's a spirit in here. And my uncle's, a, I'm really wasn't a believer of this stuff. And and he's really, you know, has open open eyes. But he says, yeah, the whole room got really cold and everybody got really cold when the spirit came into that room. So I guess they're there. I haven't met one yet, yeah. but I was pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And how would you feel about living in a house like that? If somebody came uh, up to you uh, and said, "Hey, you're going to buy this house, but we have a feeling that there there are spirits in this house," how would you feel about buying that house? I, I'm down. I, I would go going. I mean, I, they, I ain't scared of no ghost. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm up for, the more friends, the merrier, right? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. I mean, that makes sense. That's wow. awesome. So, Mel, you have gift cards, too, so we have to make sure. I'm sorry, I didn't get the caller's name because I'm not in studio. My name is Rick. 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 So, yeah, Rick, make sure that Rick, Rick you Ricky, stay. R- Ricky Cassoni, yep. Okay. Mel, Rick, tell him make how sure, he can get in yeah. yeah, Rick, make sure you stay on the line and give Tim your contact information so we can send you a gift card, okay? Oh, cool. Thanks. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling. That that was a great story. We love yeah. we love we love hearing stories like this. I feel like the rest of the show is just going to be about ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Have a good thank you so much. Enjoy your day, Rick. Bye. Happy Fourth. You too. Bye. Yeah. That see, it isn't us. Like, so I don't I don't feel as weird. But again, we want more callers because I want to hear other people's stories too. And we have gift cards for Dunkies or Starbucks right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm 781-837-4900. Yeah. Ooh. I'm reading about Cohasset Town Hall. Cohasset is believed oh, to have really? countless, yeah, countless haunted buildings throughout the town, including the town hall. Cohasset's Italianate-style town hall was built in the mid-19th century and was renovated in the late 80s. Over the years, many paranormal investigators have studied Cohasset Town Hall. Wow. They've brought investigators mm. into the town hall. Some reported two or three ghosts haunting the building. The old jail cells, which are still in the town hall basement, are believed to be haunted by prisoners from the past. Oh. But this one, this is a house in Duxbury. I'm not going to give the exact address because I don't. It doesn't say if people currently live there, so I don't want to like yeah. whatever. Yeah, but there's good. a house in Duxbury. Um, in 1627, land was given to Mayflower passengers, John Alden and Priscilla Mullins Alden. And in 1653, uh, the house was built. Uh, they praised in, I don't know, it says the couple were praised in Henry Wadsworth Longfellow's poem, The Courtship of Miles Standish, as a great love story. So they must have been great lovers. The home is believed to be haunted by uh, Charles Alden, who gave tours in the 1920s. It is also said to be haunted by Aunt Polly, who died at 93 in 1882. Recent paranormal activities reported a child is said to be standing in a window saying, where are they going? And crying children and women coming down the stairs. (gasps) What? It must be a it must be a place where you can take tours because how else would people know this? Uh, yeah, there's a child standing in the window crying and saying, "Where are they going?" Ah, well, they don't uh-huh. live there, little kid. Um, yeah. And then I feel like I, I feel like everybody. Oh, go ahead. No, that's all right. Go ahead. 
I feel like everyone sort of knows this, and this is why a lot of people go to this restaurant, but Sun Tavern in Duxbury mm-hmm. is known to be haunted, which they have a fantastic pork chop, okay? I don't <laughs> like pork chops, but I, the first time I went there, I ordered a pork <laughs> chop. I don't even know why. It was just, maybe it was the spirits telling me, just give it one more chance. Just give a pork chop one more chance. And I oh. ate it. I ate the entire thing, and every single per- time I've been there, I've gotten the pork chop. So great pork oh. chop, Sun Tavern. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll take some gift certificates some tavern if you want. Yeah, to we'll take some gift certificates. We'll, certificate. we'll give them out yeah. to our listeners. Well, they yeah, I love a great pork chop from there, and I love a great espresso martini. It's just great and it's cute. Have you been to Sun Tavern? I have. Yes, yeah, I have. Uh, yeah, I mm-hmm. like it there. Um, uh, so this section about Sun Tavern. Ever wonder which wine pairs well with a ghost? Ooh. <laughs> Sun Tavern Restaurant may be your next uh, reservation. The Sun Tavern, built in 1741, was originally a home before becoming a tavern in the mid-1900s. 90s, uh, 1900s, same thing. Um, Let me ask you this. Do you think that 19 Mattachusett Street may be haunted? Not haunted, but has spirits? Um, I know you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... I don't know. I don't really feel anything when I'm here, but I know that, like, some things happen. But, like, I'm here alone sometimes, and I don't really, I don't know. Maybe feel anything. It's welcome. Yeah, maybe it's, like, welcoming. I know that you do. Yeah, I do. I definitely feel an energy. I feel like the energy pulls us to it anyways. I mean, and that's, we ended up buying that and making it a home to call our own for our office. So 19 Mattachusett Street, for everyone listening, is the home office of Boston Connect Real Estate, which is where our office is. And um, I feel like, you know, when we did the renovation on the house, it was built in 1925. It's said to be a Sears home. I know that the family members, um, I, I want to do a full history on this. Um, maybe I can get John Buckley to help me, the uh, register of deeds uh, for Plymouth County. He is so, I love, I should have had him on the show, to be quite honest, because that's my favorite part of having him on, is talking about the history. But they say potentially it was a Sears home, um, and that the owners was probably, like, daughter of one of the Shepherds. So Shepherd's Funeral Home is next to us, and... Well, Henrich. So Henrich, interestingly, is was big. They were builders, and they built a lot of the Henrich ranches in the area. So I thought, oh, look, they wanted me to have this house, right? Mm-hmm. Because, um, and when we all signed the beam before Mark closed it up, when we took down that wall and he put up all those micro lambs, um, I signed it. You know, I am grateful to be the next owner of this home. I promise you, I will always take care of it. And we do, everybody who goes in there loves it. They feel that positive energy in that office. But there have been times, there was one time last year, and I was was actually doing something in the family room. Um, Well, we call it the family room. It's our, like, main office when you walk in the front door. I was doing something to the TV and the wires, and I, it was late, and I, no, I heard somebody call my name. And I was like, yeah? And I was like, yeah? Hello? 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 (laughs) Yeah. But um, no one was there. So, again, it could be my mind playing tricks with me, but I don't care. I like it, and I'm going to stick with it. And I do think that, you know, they wanted us to be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, do you want to talk about when you walked in and you saw on the stairs? (laughs) Yeah, so... 
the reason why we ended up leaving where we were, we really liked our location before, but I, a new landlord, I loved my original landlord. He had so much faith in me. And, um, and back in 2010, he ended up being, he, he bought, um, Merchant's Row and he took down Merchant's Row and did that beautiful, you know, place with it. And he was selling my building where I was and my new landlord was going up astronomically on the rent and um, told me he had somebody for my space. And I was just like, I'm not paying that. So weirdly, this house came back on the market as I was talking to this new landlord, who I hadn't met in three years, by the way, that he owned it because my lease was still there. And this house came back on the market about an hour and a half later. We were all in there. And it was all covered up like you couldn't even see it. Like it was weird that like I've lived in this town for 30 years and never really recognized this house. And when I walked in the front door, the staircase is right there. And on it was a St. Jude prayer card. And I took the St. Jude prayer card and I put it in my little binder that I had. And I was walking around and everything. And then I was like, all right, that would be considered stealing. And it's not mine. I need to put it back. <laughs> Can't steal even though, the like, saint. The house- yeah, it was abandoned. Like there was, you know what I mean? Yeah. There was, no one would have cared, but I just couldn't steal it. Uh, so I put it back on the stairs. The weird thing is, not maybe too weird, but like St. Jude was my patron saint that I did my huge report on in eighth grade when I was at St. Margaret's in Dorchester and you needed to do this huge report for confirmation. So that and that prayer card was right there. So when our offer got accepted, I asked the agent, I was like, hey, there's a St. Jude prayer card. Can I have it? He goes, yeah, you can have everything that's in there. So I was like, fine, great. <laughs> so yeah, there wasn't much in there but junk, but uh, we ended up keeping that. Yeah, so that was fun. Yeah. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. It was the, it was yeah. the spirit of your saint bringing you yeah. here. What do we have for time? So we have about 10 minutes have- left. All right, I'm going to get off this track for a second, but do you want to give the number again, just in case somebody wants to talk to us about this topic or something else? 781-837-4900. Again, 781-837-4900 is the number to the WATD studio. Tim is patiently waiting for your phone call. Right, Tim? I am. Can I I add in a little real estate story that actually just recently happened? Our upstairs neighbors uh, moved out of the house that we are renting and uh, we thought they were all gone, and then uh, they reappeared. Uh, what was it? Thursday night, Friday night, um, because they they tried to leave behind some of their their items, I guess, that maybe yeah. they didn't want. Yeah. Well, our landlords. Uh, yeah, our landlords right on top of things, and because the um, the agent came by that was showing it to, and earlier in the day, and then all of a sudden they appeared, and all of a sudden there was a table rolling out, and and stuff so don't try and leave things behind yeah. they will they will hunt you down you got to come back and pick them up or throw them out on your own yeah or you won't get your security deposit back exactly right times. yes i i think mm-hmm. i think that might might that be what happened what happened mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah yep yeah that generally will motivate somebody uh when they have to give up you <laughs> yeah, know just a, a, a month's rent mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah so, really yeah we should do we should do a, uh, a whole show on rentals and things like that. So we'll put that on our list. That's a good idea. Or even we've talked about final walkthroughs and things in the past too. Those can be nightmares. Um, so um, I want to tell one other story. This is more of a fun fact than it is like a haunting type thing. But the house that I was talking about, um, where the shipbuilder had owned the land and everything. I had learned from um, the woman who had done the article for me, and I still have that article, actually, in one of my files, 
about the Jones River, which is right across the street. So this uh, this house sat up high, and the Jones River was right across the street. Well, lo and behold, I don't think people know. Like, even the emblem, the seal for Pembroke is a little strange because it's a sailboat. It's a ship. And people are like, why would there be a ship here in Pembroke and you're landlocked? Like, you don't have water? Well, they used to be able to go down the rivers, okay? So the Jones River is very similar. It's very narrow and everything. You could probably do canoeing and things like that in there right now. Well, they used to build the big ships in the Jones River. And as they were building it, it would get heavier and heavier and heavier. And then they sort of, oh, we have a call. Yes, yes, we do. We have Donnie in beautiful Marshfield with another uh, little ghost story. Hi, Donnie. How are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? Doing well, thank you. What is uh, your story? I uh, now keep in mind I live in Marshfield. I um, now my girlfriend and I we were doing some renovation work on our house, right? And now the now the we we think it's the previous owner. Because anytime we've done work at the house, something would happen. We would have. Lights fall off. Yeah. Um, um, lights go on. There would be ladders falling down out of the clear blue. Right? And stuff like this was happening all, all the time. And then then there was one particular story. Um, we used to have these shelves, all right? This happened twice. They collapsed. Now, nothing broke on them. They fell down. It was in the middle of the night. And all the pegs that were holding up the the um, you know the, the shelf were on the bottom shelf perfectly lined. Nothing broke. That happened to us twice. Wow. Did you ever have like fire alarms or things like that go off? Oh yeah, oh yes, yes. Now anytime we had a family member pass away, something well we had um we there was one time it was her father that had passed away. My girlfriend's father passed away. And the alarm went off to the house. They had to have the police come back to the house, but nobody's there. Stuff like that happens all the time. Wow. It is. It's something with electronics, too, because they, the energy. they are, yeah, the energy is able to, like, set those types of things off. So do you still live in the house? Oh, yeah. We still we, we live in the last house on the left. Okay. <laughs> We're on a dead end street. Uh-huh. Stuff like this happens, like, it's periodically. Oh. Do you get spooked when you're in the house by yourself, or does your girlfriend get spooked when she's in the house by herself? Not anymore. We're so used to it now. <laughs> now you just welcome it. Now you put now you put a bear on the table for them, right? Because you're pretty sure they're going to show up. <laughs> uh, well, it's funny, but stuff like that it, it happens all the time, and this, yeah. is, this is a great segment you guys are doing. But oh, like, thank you. you. Know, it, it's like when yeah. that shelf when the shelf collapsed, we had glassware up there. None of the glass ever broke. Wow. Right. Everything landed, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that landed on the floor. Landed on the bottom shelf, but the freakiest thing, you know, it didn't just happen once. It happened twice within a month apart from each other. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is wild. It is. Yeah. And we all hear different stories, right, To like, you know, when a loved one passes away, like if you see butterflies, it's like, you know what I mean, yeah. are always finding dimes. Like, I find dimes everywhere. Um, and I believe it's my one of my uncles. But actually, I had an uncle that got murdered the day after 9-11, which is weird because oh. everybody was so kind to each other. Um, oh. Yeah, by his girlfriend. And I find dimes everywhere. And it's weird because if I'm 
you know, having a tough day or something like that. Or I always find these dimes everywhere. So I always say, hi, Uncle Gerard. So I do believe that yep. spirits are around us. But that must be, Donnie, it must be comforting for you, too, though, because you said it, it's happening to you when when a loved one dies. So it's almost like these loved ones, if there is a spirit in your house, now, again, I'm not a medium, but this is my guess, is either working through them to say hello to you or your loved ones are coming to say hello to you, too. And they, they're like, hey, the last time, you know, so-and-so passed away, we just knocked down the shelf, so we know that that will get their attention. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, That's but awesome. it, it's like, I, I have one more, I'll make it short and sweet, I have one more okay. I'd like to share with you. Now, my father had passed away a few years back, I don't know, let's say like five, six years ago, maybe give or take. And I go to see him every once in a while, right? Say, hey, Pop, how you, how you doing? How are you? Then there was one time, right? And it's like, you have to have an open mind with this. I said, Pop, I wish you could send me a sign so I know you're okay, right? So next thing you know, the bell rings three times. They have a bell wow. Wow. three times. Right? And I saw that. That's your sign. Two, yeah, right? Now, everywhere I looked, I saw that three. Wow. And, so and my daughter, my daughter, like, yeah, it was just something about that. So it, it was, it was reassuring for me. Hey, listen, you actually heard, it, you know what I mean? It, you know, and that's, you know, but you never know. There's strange things mm-hmm. out there, you know. You have an open mind. Hey, you know, you never know what could happen. You, you know? never know. And embrace yeah. it. And embrace it. Yes. Well, Donnie, thank you so much. Make sure you stay on the line and give Tim your information. So Already got it. He is surprise. free to go. Oh, he is All free right. to go. And I think, <laughs> I think we're getting ready to go, too, right? Almost. Keep yeah, talking. Almost. Keep talking. Almost. Well, thank you yeah. so much, Donnie, for calling. Thanks. We really appreciate it and sharing your story and listening to us. Thank you so much. And great show, guys. I look forward to listening to you all the time. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, Johnny. Johnny. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We have listeners. So, yeah, the topic is interesting. We could go on for hours, I'm sure, talking about this because as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking of more. But let me finish my story about the Jones River, okay? (laughs) Oh, yeah, we're wrapping up. Anyways, when they built, I just have to tell you, when they built these ships, this is just a fun fact. They would have a hard time getting them out of the mud. So what they would do is they would find the high moon, high tide. They would get all the kids in the neighborhood onto these ships. And as the tide was coming up, they would have the kids run from starboard to port, starboard to port, starboard to port. And that would rock the ship and out it would go. Wow. So there you go. That is a fun fact. Yeah, oh, so there nice. you go. That's my fun fact. But it's a wonderful day in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. especially mine here in oh, yeah. Eggertown. It's beautiful here. And I'll be at Gillette and tonight, so I'll, I'll be having a wonderful oh. time. Yes, Ed Sheeran. So oh, nice. Awesome oh, great <laughs> concert. Enjoy. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, I wish we had more time because at Melissa's grandmother's um, services. Oh, yeah. They yeah. couldn't get the music to go. It fell on the floor, and Ed Sheeran played Melissa's favorite song. Yep. Yeah, it was, it, it, was, it was her sign to let me know that she loves me more. So, yeah, it was it was a wonderful time. And everybody cried awesome. at that moment. So, But thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, all of our callers, listeners, everything. Um, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend. Talk Real Estate Roundtable for any of our past shows. BostonConnect.com for our content contact information. Sharon, we miss you. And we're off Tuesday night. Happy 4th. Yeah, we're off Tuesday night, so happy 4th and happy 4th, Tim. Thank you.